podcast. It sounds better than ever. Hello. Good day. Welcome, Welcome to, to Butler's, Butler's podcast. podcast. What are we talking about today, Cassie Gold? Well, today we were lucky enough to be visited by a winemaker called Matt from Mountford Estate in New Zealand. He was sweating when he got here, wasn't he? Well, he underestimated the hills around here, I think. Anyway... Um, he brought with him three wines that we import to the UK ourselves with our Independence Buying Group. Um, we have these on our shelves and it was excellent to taste them, so we thought it would be worth highlighting these wines and telling you what they taste like and why you should be buying them. That's a good point. So these are wines that maybe sit in a section of our shelves that, and they don't quite jump out because they're in amongst sort of other 20 to £30 pound wines from New Zealand, which... Um, aren't your sort of everyday wines, but we thought they were really good, didn't we? And th- and he was really nice as well. And he it was. It's, it was remarkable that he made the effort to just fly over here just to do a one-hour tasting <laughs> with us, and then uh, he's, now he's going, going home. home again. Yeah, that was that was a good effort, I thought. Through yeah, so from now that. we sh- we should probably sell some of his wines. But Waipara is the region in New Zealand that they come from, which is probably a lesser-known area. It's next next door to Central Otago, which people do know. And I think historically, this producer was very well known and highly regarded. But because the ownership changed um, in the 90s, um, they've sort of been under the radar a little bit. So we'd like to highlight them and bring them back again. Yeah, I think we I, I remembered selling them in the past and then they seemed to disappear. And I think there was a, I don't know, maybe the business... Um, sort of died down a little bit for them and they, they weren't exporting. But now the independents have picked them up, we can have another go at them. And yes, you're correct, Waipara sits in on the South Island in between um, Marlborough in the north of that island and Central Otago at the south. So it's quite a big region, but there are only a few winemakers there. So it's it's quite a, an interesting place to um, maybe explore, especially if these wines are anything to go by. I thought they were excellent. Maybe that's the next team trip. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Going good, to New it? Zealand. So they've got a mixture of limestone and clay soils there, and that um, is favouring wines that are more towards the Pinot Noir and the Chardonnay. They did. He was saying that they make some Riesling and some aromatic grape varieties, but no Sauvignon Blanc in sight was there. No, nope, and they only own 10 hectares, so they're very small. And in Waipara, there are only 70 producers and most of them are quite small. And a lot of the producers would have been, they would have bought up farms in the 1980s and 90s that were used for sheep and for beef. Um, But the soil has suited lots of vines, so hence Mountford is now there. And they were sort of Burgundian style, I would say. They were elegant wines. They were not um, cloying or flabby at all. No, they, they, I thought they, they... the labels are really cool. They're presented very well. They're very classic. They're not uh, not all sort of flowery or, or funky or um, just sort of modern cartoon labels. They're, they're very classic. And the wines had a really nice balance. We tried three, didn't we? We had one Chardonnay and two Pinot Noirs. And I thought that they had the lovely richness that you get on the Chardonnay from, say, like a, a Californian or some Burgundian Chardonnays. But they st- it still had this really nice, juicy acidity. 
There was some oak in there, wasn't there? 30% new oak in Good that diet. one. <laughs> you were paying attention, weren't you? Someone has to listen. So it's a nice tropical fruit, nice richness, not light and airy-fairy, and a bit of power to it. 2014 vintage we were tasting, weren't they? Yeah, they were which still is the going, current one. Still going really, really strong. Yeah, drinking now, which is also nice, so they're not harsh. The acid was well-balanced and well-structured. What are you drinking that one with? Turkey, I'm guessing? Yes, I had to. Yeah, I didn't want to throw it out there, but they are definitely steering themselves towards Christmas drinking. A little bit of gobbler on the table. Both wines would go excellently with turkey and all the trimmings on the plate or some ham. Then we tried two Pinot Noirs. Uh, the first one was called the Liaison, and that was from the younger vines on the vineyards. Uh, old oak, I think, on that one, yeah. wasn't it? And that was really pretty, very vibrant, really juicy, a little bit of spice in there as well. I thought that was lovely wine. And that half the team preferred that one and half the team preferred their estate one, which was a bit richer, I wasn't it? I preferred the estate. That, was, that had a creamier Much creamier, nose, didn't a little it? bit more fruit. complex. But, um, and a nice depth of weight to it. And that's a little bit more expensive because it is more complex wine. It's, there's more going and on. From and from older, would, older would, vines. Yeah, that would age... A longer time. In fact, that's it? from their oldest vineyard. Was it? Yeah. You Again, really with a bit of old oak. Yes, I you really never was. Listen to me, but you seem to listen to nice Matt from. Well, he's New flown Zealand. over, hasn't he? He's come a, a, a short distance. <laughs> and then we're going to hopefully uh, get hold of a Riesling that they make, which is more in the Spätlaser style, that's sort of off dry. But I think that might be. That was 2010, I think. Yeah, that's what he's got. He's got some of that left and a bit of 13. And then they also make a wine called Homage, which is a blend of aromatic grape varieties. That sounded like it would go really well with Thai food or Asian cuisine, maybe Japanese cuisine, which is cool because the owner currently is Japanese. Do you see what I did there? Mr. Mr. Takahiro Koyama, who (laughs) is the current owner, he was studying years and years and years ago and actually worked at the vineyard and now many years later he now owns the vineyard. He's done pretty well then. That's a cool story I think. The wines are all sustainable as well it was a sheep farm originally Um, they are moving into organic farming um, possibly some biodynamic they're definitely using those sort of practices and they are unfiltered so if you get a slight haze um, that's because they're unfiltered so benefit from decanting. I think this was a really good tasting. It's very nice to see a winemaker when you haven't got too many wines. So at trade fairs, you're often tasting, like a, you might do 200 wines and, and you're sort of speed tasting. You don't, there's not so much room for the chat. But this one, we I think we got on well with him. He's a nice chap, wasn't really he? Really nice, yeah. And, uh, and then you get some proper time to, to taste the wines. And like I said earlier, it was it was very pleasant not to have to drink Sauvignon Blanc. Um, for a change, which is what normally is associated with New Zealand. It was nice to have some of the richer styles with the Pinot Noir and the Chardonnay. And if you weren't drinking these just for Christmas, what would you have with them? I would like um, some lobster with the Chardonnay. I was going to say seafood with the Chardonnay would would be be amazing. Or crab. sauce there and the the reds. Maybe just... Maybe a bit of game. A bit of seasonal game. Seasonal game. Or chicken. Or mushrooms. If you're having a... (laughs) A roast chicken on a Sunday. (laughs) But yes, 
uh, really versatile wines, really lovely. They are treat wines. I think we'll probably have them open for our Christmas tasting, which is on Friday the 22nd of November. So if you haven't got tickets for that, come and come along to St Mary's Church in Kemp Town in Brighton and you can try them then. They aren't cheap wines, which is all very relative, I know, but compared to lots of Burgundy wines or lots of California wines, they are representing good value. And as a team, we need to remember to recommend these wines more often because I really like them. And as customers, you should definitely buy them. They're a great producer. So that's it for now, I'd say, isn't it? Au revoir. Bye. Boy, boy, see you soon for more adventures.